When I say email, how many of you still think of this? Welcome, you've got mail. If you're like me, you still cringe when you think about those early days of the internet, but I think you'd have to admit we've come a long way since then. At nearly 4 billion active users worldwide, email is, hands down, the most important and widely used form of communication on the internet. In fact, for many people, it is now the preferred method of communication. So why would you not try to use it to build stronger relationships with your customers? This week's episode is all tactical. I'm sharing 11 different ways to capture email addresses so you can start building your list. Stick around. There's an old saying that goes something like this. You'll only find three kinds of people in the world. Those who see, those who can see when shown, and those who will never see. This is Restaurant Strategy, a marketing podcast for everyone in the middle. Hey everyone, thanks again for tuning in. My name is Chip Close and this is Restaurant Strategy, a weekly marketing podcast dedicated entirely to the restaurant industry. Now each week I choose a different topic, we explore that topic, we pick it apart. Hopefully by the end we come across some useful insights and then we always finish up with an assignment, a short actionable task, something you can do right away to start implementing the concepts we talk about here on the show because I believe information is only as valuable as the action it inspires. Now, a few weeks back, I told you about two online courses that I'll be launching this summer. I've been talking about it uh, on every episode since. One of those is called Email Strategy for Restaurants. It's a three-hour workshop doled out over the course of a, a series of short video lessons. The goal was to create a course that would give students a step-by-step -step action plan for integrating email into your marketing, something deep enough to be valuable but simplified so that it could be actionable. I believe email communication should be the foundation to all of your marketing, and this course is going to show you exactly how to do it. We talk about building a list, growing that list, and then using that list to drive sales. It's tactical, filled with all kinds of examples and tutorials. We have case studies where we look at actual e-blasts, both good and bad, from actual companies you've heard of to show you what works and what doesn't. The goal is for you to walk away from that course with a firm understanding of how email marketing works, but more than that, you'll have a plan in place by the end. Just like this podcast, each of those lessons has an assignment that goes along with it. I walk you through the setup of a new account with an email service provider like MailChimp or ConvertKit, then you'll actually go online and sign up. I show you how to create segments and tags. You'll then go create them in your account. We'll talk about nurture sequences and drip campaigns. You'll then go create your own. Uh, subject lines, promotional copy, email capture, and more. Every topic will be explained, broken down, and shown with video tutorials so you can feel confident about doing it yourself. And if you care, you'll actually be able to see my smiling face because, yes, I'm going to go on camera for those videos. Now, the course will be offered for $197, but from now until the end of March, I'm offering a pre-sale early bird special, half off either of those courses. You'll get lifetime access, tons of freebies and bonus content, plus an invitation to join a private Facebook group just for the students of these courses. You'll get to trade notes with other restaurant owners and connect with me via weekly Facebook Live sessions right there within the group. Visit restaurantstrategypodcast.com to book your spot. Of course, I've also included the link in the show notes as well. 
This episode then is like a little on-ramp for the email strategy workshop. In fact, this content is part of the course, though in the course we go into much more depth, mainly because uh, I can show you exactly how to implement the strategies and share with you different resources to help. So, of course, I'm hoping that by the end of this episode, some of you who are sitting on the fence uh, will see what's possible and decide to dive in and take the full course. But even if you have no plans to take the course, I think you'll get plenty of value from this episode. If you think it's too overwhelming to try to capture information from your customers, then this episode is for you. I'm laying out 11 different ideas for how you can start collecting email addresses because it doesn't matter how great your email campaigns look. If you don't have anyone to send them to, what does it matter? So then... Let's dive right in. Number one, during the reservations process. So many of the reservation systems already do this, right? Uh, Resi, OpenTable, Talk, Seven Rooms. They'll urge users to create an account. And, and so naturally people will input their email address during the booking process. But even if you book reservations over the phone, you should be asking the guest, what's the best email address to send this confirmation? Notice you're not asking for their email address. You're asking which email address, and that makes all the difference. Nine times out of 10, you should be able to capture a guest email address right then and there, and think about what an advantage that puts you at. So we'll go over this in the course this summer, but just think about everything you can do to get that guest excited for their meal. What if you sent them an instant email confirmation with the address, phone number, dress code, parking information? What if you also included some press clippings or quotes from some of your online reviews? And then maybe three days before their reservation, you'd send an automatic email with pictures of some of your signature items, get them really excited to join you. But again, that's for another day, that's for the course. Today, all we're talking about is the email capture. So again, the first spot is to capture the email address right there during the booking process. You then run a report through your reservation software, either OpenTable or Resi or whatever. You create a CSV file that can then be imported directly into your email system. Hopefully, you put a system in place where the reservationist does this once a week, like every Monday morning, because Mondays are typically quieter. You're going to have your reservationist or a host run the report and add all of the new email addresses to the system. This is by far the best way for capturing contact info for your guests. Number two, comment card capture. So this one's pretty straightforward, but still, there are plenty of restaurants that miss out. Create some card you can invite guests to fill out at the end of their meal. So yes, you have the host's name and email address, which is now in your uh, reservation system, and eventually you're gonna transfer that to your email service provider, but what about everyone else, right? So say there are two couples at the table. This would be your chance to get the other couple's info. When you drop the check, you're just gonna leave a card with a pen. Maybe it's a comment card inviting feedback, uh, plus an email address, or maybe there's a bounce back offer. Fill out your name, birthday, and email address, and we'll send you a coupon for 10% off your next visit. Some offer that entices them to trade away their email address. You can even make this as part of a, an ongoing CRM program, right? So CRM stands for Customer Relations Management, and maybe this means your maitre d' touches each and every table toward the end of their meal and swaps business cards or asks the guest for their email so he can keep in touch. The point is, there are a couple of different ways to do this, but you got to do it for it to work. In our business, we have the great fortune of spending a lot of time with our customers. Compare that to a, a department store or an e-commerce business. Don't miss out on your opportunity to make an impression and find a way to keep in touch. Number three, POS capture. 
So many of the new POS systems have the ability of emailing the guest a copy of the receipt. You'll often see this with um, quick service concepts where the square reader will prompt you with a question, would you like the receipt emailed to you? The guest simply inputs their email address and taps yes. But full service restaurants can do this as well. Lavu can do this, breadcrumb can as well, toast. Since the system is able to email a copy of the receipt directly to the guest, the server simply has to ask, would you like the receipt printed or emailed to you? Bam, email capture, and think about how many people would prefer that to having to stuff a paper receipt into their wallet. And, and think about for business expenses, right? It's far easier to forward an email with the receipt than it is to remember to make a copy of the receipt and then send it to your boss. Again, just another idea for capturing email addresses. Number four, Wi-Fi capture. I love this one. In fact, I'd never heard of it until about two or three years ago, and I was at this cafe doing some work over lunch, and I asked my server if there was Wi-Fi. She said yes, and then instructed me how to log on. So I connect to the network and follow the prompts, and bam, I'm sent to a page that is asking for my email address in exchange for Wi-Fi access. And I sat there and thought, that's freaking brilliant. I stopped what I was doing, in fact, and started Googling companies that help set up restaurants with this service. It's unobtrusive. You're giving the guests something that they want in exchange for something you want. If you have Wi-Fi in your restaurant, and most restaurants do these days, you should really consider using a service like this. It's usually just a couple of bucks a month for the service. Brilliant. Number five, website capture. As we've talked about in the past, your website should be an extension of your restaurant, an online home where potential diners will come to learn more about you. This is where you show off what you're all about with, with pictures and menus, and it's often the first impression a diner has, and thus it's really where the relationship starts. Inviting them to keep in touch is right in keeping with that, so don't be shy about asking for email addresses right there on the website. Where exactly? Well, there are three key areas that work best. First and foremost, there should be something in the footer for your site. So it appears on each and every page of the site. Secondly, it should be on your blog page. For all of you out there who have been listening for a while, you know I'm a big fan of restaurants maintaining a blog page. You're basically going to say, are you enjoying the blog? Sign up to be notified every time a new post goes up. Bam, people will sign up. And then finally, and I know what you're going to say, I can hear it already, but you need a pop-up front and center on your website. It'll say something to the effect of sign up to receive updates throughout the year, plus recipes, features, and more. Make sure the user knows that they're going to get something valuable by signing up. It's not just going to be you selling to them. So if you've built your page on uh, Squarespace or Wix, they have built-in tools to help you add this sort of thing. It's very, very easy. Otherwise, if you work with a designer, they'll know how to create this for you. Just find examples to show them and then provide all of the copy and creative they'll need. Of course, like I said, in the actual course, I show you examples of pop-ups that work and pop-ups that don't work. You'll be able to share the ones that work with your web designers so they can try to replicate them. Number six, content upgrades. These are sometimes referred to as freebies, right? So this would be a cheat sheet or a workbook or a resource guide that would be of particular value to your audience. I've done this in the past with clients. In fact, for one client, they had four cookbooks and two of them were bestsellers. And so I suggested giving away a PDF version of one of the newer, less popular cookbooks in exchange for an email address. So you set up a landing page. It's also called a squeeze page, and it offers users just one option. Fill out the form and click submit or X out and go back. So the heading will give context to the user, right? Get the farmer's market cookbook. Then you'll see fields below for a name and an email address. 
Once they fill those out and click submit, the user will get an automated email. And yes, we're gonna go through how to set up automation in the email strategy workshop this summer. But that automated email will include the download they wanted. It's a win-win. They get a bunch of recipes and you get a way to continue the conversation with them. And again, that freebie you give away can be anything, but it should be on message and it should be good. So maybe you don't wanna give away a whole cookbook. Okay, fine. Maybe just the recipe to your signature dessert or a pack of five different recipes. Or maybe you run a wine bar, right? And you'll wanna give away a vintage chart that people can print out and keep in their wallet uh, or a PDF version of that um, so that they can keep it uh, on their phones. Whatever it is, just make sure it's aligned and that it has value. Of all the ideas we're discussing today, this one is probably the most complicated because it has so many moving pieces, but it is also one of the most effective. As I said before, this is one key area we really dig into in the online workshop, building landing pages, setting up automated email sequences, and using content upgrades to capture email addresses. Number seven, then social media. Uh, you can, of course, run ads on Facebook that would drive people to that landing page, the one you just created. You can also run a specific kind of ad that Facebook has called lead generation. Now, I found that usually doesn't work as well as driving traffic to the landing page, but it is another option available to you. So you can use social media. Number eight, your email signature, right? Consider adding a link in your email signature that would drive people to that landing page. So the copy would say something like, Download a free e-version of our Farmer's Market Cookbook. Think of how many emails you and your team send out a day. Many are internal and others will be to purveyors and distributors and such, but how many others go out directly to your clients or to press? Think about what happens when your email gets forwarded. Of course, with that link embedded in that signature, again, this is something that I walk you through in the videos, but you get the idea. Throw a link in your email signature. Number nine, in-store signage. Right? You could set up a display at the checkout counter that informs people of the cookbook giveaway uh, or a little message at the bottom of their receipt or a, a check insert, something that gets dropped with their final check. Uh, or you could put a sign up by coat check or whatever. Take advantage of your space and make sure it's working to build repeat business. This is one key way to do it. Remember, these people now know your product and hopefully they've had a great experience and are eager to continue engaging with you. This is one key way to keep that conversation going. Number 10, we're just starting around the bend here, but number 10, loyalty apps. This kind of thing is great for casual restaurants, especially in, in quick service concepts, because it works. So on the one hand, uh, the loyalty app is about, of course, getting customers to return to you time and time again. So it's about building repeat business. But the secondary benefit is that once they've signed up for the program, you will have their contact information. Import all of those email addresses right into your email provider so they can start getting regular communications from you. And then finally, number 11, community events. So these are things like street fairs and block parties and charity events. You're doing these things to strengthen your ties to the community. So don't be shy then about asking for email addresses from that community. That's part of the trade-off here, or it should be, right? So you take time out of your week, you set up a booth for some charity event with a whole bunch of other local restaurants, you're donating your time, and of course you're donating the product, but you should be getting something in return. Sometimes, yeah, it's just about supporting a good cause. Okay, fine. But think about what else you can get out of it. Have a little sign-up sheet, right? People fill out right then and there their name and their email address. Or better yet, 
have a landing page set up and give away something of value like the cookbook or another giveaway or a a 20% off coupon. You have a sign at your booth that says something like, want 20% off your next meal? Visit this page. You can either list the URL for the landing page or you can create a QR code very easily that people can scan using their phone that would take them right there to the page. They can sign up while they're standing right in front of your booth. And there are many other ways to do it. You've got to figure out the best, most efficient way that works for you, but it's a key opportunity that you don't want to miss. And that's it. As promised, 11 different ways you can capture email addresses. This is just one small piece of what we're covering in the online workshop this summer. I mean it. Email marketing should be the foundation for your entire marketing plan. And there are so many restaurants out there ignoring this part. Don't be one of them. Maybe it feels overwhelming or too complicated. Maybe you feel like you're going to bother your customers. I'm telling you, it's not. It's not too complicated and you're not going to bother anyone as long as you're delivering value to your audience, giving them something they will enjoy and that they look forward to receiving. This course is about reframing the way you think about all of this. There is no fat in the course. Each and every lesson is packed with useful information that is both easy to understand and easy to put into practice. Again, the link is in the show notes or you can head to Restaurant Strategy Podcast to book your spot. You'll see the little button in the upper right-hand corner. It says book a course. Your assignment then this week is twofold. First, look over this list of 11 different ideas and implement just one of them. Commit yourself to start capturing email addresses Even if you don't do anything with those emails until after you take the workshop this summer, it's a good idea to start building that list now. The second part of this assignment is this. Go check out the course page and give it some thought. For less than a hundred bucks and three hours of your time, you're going to learn everything you need to know about building out an email strategy for your restaurant. It's going to help you build repeat business and I promise it will mean much more revenue. The link is in the show notes. I hope a bunch of you will join me this summer. Again, those 11 ideas, one more time, were uh, the first one, capture email addresses during the reservations process. Uh, Consider dropping a comment card or some way to capture it uh, when the check is dropped. Uh, Your POS system is a key way you can use to to capture the addresses. Wi-Fi, you can do an email capture to get onto the Wi-Fi. Uh, Right there on your website, we talked about three different areas uh, where you can capture them. In the footer, on the blog page, and with a pop-up that uh, that hits people right as they log on. We talked about content upgrades, uh, building a landing page that would drive people there. They put in their information in exchange uh, for something of value. Uh, Then number seven, social media. You can run ads that will help drive people to that landing page. Uh, Number eight, in your email signature, you can drive people to the landing page with just a simple link in the bottom of your email signature. You can put up in-store signage that would urge people to sign up. Uh, Number 10, you can use a loyalty app. Uh, You know, this is building repeat business and also capturing emails. And then finally, number 11, using uh, community events uh, to help, in fact, build ties with the community. As always, I want to thank you for being here. If you stopped showing up, there'd be no more reason for me to show up. Have a great week, and I will see you next time. 